You are listening to the Courageous Living Podcast with certified life coaches and ministry leaders, Sarah Tolbert and Heidi McLean. The Courageous Living Podcast is about you and how you can live courageously in spite of fear and past experiences. Their goal is to empower you with knowledge, skills, and techniques they share with their clients to help you live a more joyful, purposeful, and fulfilling life. Let's get started. Welcome to season two of the Courageous Living Podcast. At the beginning of every episode, Heidi and I will share our win for the week, and at the end, we will give you a challenge so that you can have your own win for the week. This season, we're doing things a little differently. We are interviewing amazing guests who are living courageous lives. Let's get started. Heidi, what was your win for the week? You know, I'm really kind of excited to share my win for the week because it has to do with relationships and we don't always talk about that. Um, Being single again and out there, you know, I'm back in the dating scene and it's really awkward when you're 40 plus. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It's just something totally different than when you're young and you have to take into consideration your stuff and your children and the, your potential partner stuff and their children and just meshing it all together. And part of that is really being able to know what you want and being able to set some boundaries. And I was able to do that. I had met this great guy and was very attracted to him. (laughs) But there were some things that just didn't sit right with me. And even though the attraction meter was off the chain, (laughs) (laughs) the other part just was, was not. And so I sat down with him and had that conversation just said, Hey, look, um, here's some concerns I have and here's what I need in this relationship if we're going to move forward and shared that and was vulnerable with him. I was a little scared he was going to hit the road running, but with boundaries, as we've talked in our previous episodes, one or two things happen. Either somebody steps up to the plate and meets your boundaries and it's a positive interaction and move forward. Or sadly, that person moves out of your life. And Mm -hmm. even though that's sad in the moment, it's still a victory for you because you're on the path to getting what you need and what you want. And so by doing that, I set the boundaries and he stepped up. So Mm -hmm. I was like, yay. Uh (laughs) It felt really, really good. And it really felt like a version of self-care. Yeah. And um, it just felt like a win all the way around. So that was my win for the week. I love that. Uh, man, I tell people about boundaries all the time. I'm like, you set them. They're like, what if they break them or they don't fit them? I'm like, then move on. Why do you need somebody that can't be on your level of boundaries? They're going to have boundaries of their own. So, you know, if they don't meet those, then bye. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be that strict, but like, right. that's a whole other episode. But anyway, <laughs> good job for you. I am proud of you. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. How about you, Sarah? What was your win for this week? Oh, so mine <laughs> was getting my daughter through homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> That was scary. Like, uh, okay, so she and my nieces, they all got together. So they're 15. Well, 
15, 16, and 17 are their ages. And they wanted me to do their makeup. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. I did their makeup. They went from little girls to grown women. And I'm like, oh. they cannot leave the house. What have I done? <laughs> but I was like, you know what? They are smart women. They are secure. And they're going to go out and they're going to have a blast. And I'm going to let them go. So for me, my win was letting them go. Because <laughs> I tend to be like, no, no, no. I don't want you to go. I'm scared. But I just... I felt really proud of them. And I'm like, they're such beautiful young ladies. Go out and have fun. So that was my win. You know how hard it is for me to let my kids go. Yeah, that is so great. That's like, and how fun you got to participate in that. I do have one question though. Did they wear like the 80 pound mums when they walked out the door? <laughs> okay, so one of them, hers was probably about 60 pounds. I was proud of Haley. Hers was very small. Her date got it for her. So nice. it was like maybe 30 pounds. <laughs> and the other one, probably about the same. So yeah, no 80, 100 pound moms. <laughs> those are ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh, they are. And just for those who are listening, who do not live in Texas, that is a very Texas tradition. And yes. I just encourage you to look it up. <laughs> what yes. we're talking because they can be a little extra. That's all I'm going to say. They can be bigger than the children. Well, we are going to get started and we are so excited. We have a special guest and I, okay. So we met her through another friend of ours, Tiffany Lewis. And I'm like, you know what? Anybody that Tiffany recommends, I am all in. So <laughs> we got to meet Latoya Knight. I am so excited. She is a relationship coach a speaker, an author, and most important, she is a cancer survivor. She mm. kicked its butt and she is here to tell us her story and she is here to tell us how you can live courageously through that as well. Latoya, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and tell us your win if you want to participate in the weekly win. Hi guys. Hello. It's coach Latoya Kite. Um, and my win for the week was actually, I started a new position. Um, so it was, it's different from some of the things that I've, I'm used to doing. So I kind of felt like a deer in headlights when I first started. <laughs> I was everywhere. I like my anxiety went high and everything. So, um, I had a goal I had to reach by a certain day. So I was determined to, you know, I'm going to do my best to get this thing. I don't know what the heck it's like when you see new stuff. It's like it all jumbles together. Yep. So I was just like, okay, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going the right way. Probably the same way a deer feels when they get caught in the head. Like, like I'm not sure what's going on. Um, eventually I, I met uh, my goal. Um, my manager and my mentor all said that I did very well. So that was my win for the week. I was able to get what I need to get for that goal for the week and then I'll on to the next goal to hopefully get through the whole entire position period and be able to have longevity in the company so that was my win for the week Great that is job. awesome yeah that's huge yeah and I just realized I pronounced your name wrong <laughs> everybody so does <laughs> it's okay that's why right. I just because everybody does they want to put it in there because it's weirdly spelled 
And yeah, it's okay. it is. It's K I G H T, and I'm like, yeah. there has to be an N in there. That's what everyone is like. I am I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, I love I'm your sorry. win. Thank you for sharing your win. You. And congratulations so on your new position. Thank you. Yes, fabulous. Thank you. Thank That's you. cool. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. So. I guess we'll get started. So I introduced a little bit about you. Is there anything else you want to tell us? Anything else about you that you would like to introduce as you? Who is Coach LaToya besides what I mentioned? Well, besides what you mentioned, um, I'm also a mother of four. My <gasps> oldest is 22. Wow. And my youngest is 15, yes. <laughs> and I also have a grandchild on the way. So, wow. uh, congrats! Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be a young grandmother, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's due in January. She's having a girl, so she's due um in Aww. January. So that's happening. And as well, I am a wife. I've been married to my husband. Uh, he always has oddly enough. He knows, and I always forget. <laughs> that's me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So okay, I, I don't feel so bad been, now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been about seven years. I don't know. So don't judge me. Don't judge me. But we, <laughs> we that is so me. <laughs> yeah, he he remembers. I remember the date, but the years yep. he always has to run over me. <laughs> 2014 so just count from 2014 to 2021 okay so that's seven years. okay so you're i know how long that is seven because we got my husband and i got married in 2013 and i know that's uh -huh. eight okay so then i'll <laughs> so right. seven seven years <laughs> yeah we've been married for seven been together for nine so yeah it's been absolutely a great um journey um being a mother and a wife um so that that contributes to everything that I do because of those things and the things that I have learned I, that's why I do the things that I do so yeah that's that's me awesome <laughs> that is awesome yeah so Latoya what was your journey that brought you to this point in your life okay um so pretty much uh my um I'm gonna try to just talk a snippet about my whole life but then I'm just hone in on the big thing so okay. like my whole life you know I've dealt with a lot of stuff you know in relationships I've um I've been divorced so um I definitely want to help people get better in relationships so that's why I wanted to be a relationship coach because okay. of the things that I saw when I was married before and the contrast of what I see now being married again so um that's one of the reasons why I want to all also give people hope because you know second chances are real you know yes. yeah they can definitely work they can definitely be amazing my marriage has been of course it has the, its issues but it has been amazing in comparison to some of the things I've dealt with before. Yes. So, um, and also being a young mother, I was a teen mom. So um, raising kids from a teenage, teenage years to now, you know, adults or whatever. And also the relationships with my family and my, my parents, my sisters and my brother and things like that. I put all those things together to really help people get to a place where they can have healthy relationships because it is 
possible to be healthy in all of your relationships yeah. is yes. very possible. Um, and also having a healthy relationship within yourself. Mm. You know, yes. I really dealt with a lot of low self-esteem, a lot of low confidence. Like I dealt with a lot of those things and a lot of um, pain that people probably would never know unless I speak about it. So I definitely want to be, again, that example of hope that things can get better. So moving on, <laughs> speed on to now, um, I was diagnosed with cancer in 2020. Um, and so, of course, we're all dealing with the pandemic, right? So um, we're dealing with the pandemic, and then I start having some health issues. Mm -hmm. Now, for me, I'm thinking, okay, these I may just have to have a hysterectomy or something like that, because women, we have personal issues that yeah. we all have to end up probably having some kind of something done because something's not right. right. So, um, so I'm just thinking that, you know, going in to get my... Um, my scan well my tests done or whatever and getting my exams done and I'm in my head like hey if I get a history of me I've had all my children I have four children so yeah. I'm good <laughs> so it's okay yeah, yeah so in my mind I'm like okay that's what what we're gonna do but I knew something was wrong beyond because I know my body and that's yeah. something that I also want to show people and teach people pay attention to your body pay attention yes. to what goes on with you the changes and no change is too small you mm -hmm. know if you feel like there's an issue somewhere open your mouth because the doctors will not know unless you say something and sometimes you have to press them a little to make sure that they look into it because when I went to get um my exams done they found abnormal cells but they said to me that they're not concerned about cancer at all so um then wow. I got um, ultrasounds done because I've had um, in the past had issues where they had to remove my fallopian tubes because I was having a lot of pain and they found it out because they had to actually go in and do exploratory surgery. They didn't see it on, they didn't see it on ultrasounds or anything. So um, me knowing that, I said, no, there is something wrong. So I need to see a specialist or something. I need to see somebody to be able to check into this. And even after those scans, they didn't see anything. They didn't see anything wrong. The only thing that they saw was I had something called endomyosis. I think I'm saying it wrong. But it's where your muscle grows into your pelvic, um, your pelvic muscle grows, in, grows into your um, your your muscle endometriosis so, no it's it's not that one it's That's not everyone thinks, yeah it's not okay it's then it is endometriosis yeah, yeah right. it's you're right i have to spell it for people because it is yeah. Yeah. yeah they were thinking it was endometriosis but it wasn't so it's so many technical terms it's crazy right yeah, yeah. like so yeah so but they, good for um, you Right. So they yeah. saw that and they were scheduling me to get a hysterectomy. So, okay, let's do that or whatever. So when I go in to uh, get, um, do my pre-op for the uh, hysterectomy, they said, okay, since you had the, the abnormal um, pap smear, we're going to look deeper into it and make sure just to be safe that it's not cancerous. So, and again, I'm told, we don't care. We don't, we're not concerned. I'm not, we don't care. I'm sorry. We are not yeah. concerned about cancer at any level. We don't think it's cancer. We're just going to do it as a precaution. Okay, great. Awesome. Did a biopsy. Um, and then that came back where they actually saw precancerous cells. Mm, so wow. 
and even the doctor said out of his mouth when he talked to me, I am very shocked this is what we're seeing because I definitely was not concerned about cancer at all. So, okay, wow. now I have to get a second biopsy where they have to take a bigger piece of it, of my cervix to check and see it, how far it has gone, the cancer is gone and what, what is done, if it's really like full on cancer or whatever. So go back in to do that biopsy and sure enough, it came back and I had stage one cervical cancer. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so that absolutely, it already sent me for them to say that it was the first biopsy came back abnormal. That already sent me into mm -hmm. some kind of place that I cannot really describe to people. But when you hear cancer and you in the same sentence yep. it's like whoa wait a minute i've seen this happen to other people i just buried a friend who died of colon cancer mm -hmm. i just read, buried an aunt who died of breast cancer i my husband just buried a grandfather who died of cancer like wow. we've had all right we've had front row center to many people dying or being sick from cancer. So now it's my turn when I've helped people through this. So I'm just like, okay, God, I don't know what's going on, but this is not it. And I don't like yeah. it. So um, then I was like, okay, since they caught it so early, maybe I could just have a hysterectomy still, but it just was going to be a different kind of hysterectomy yeah. and I'll be fine. You know, no, hopefully no treatment, none of that stuff or whatever. But once they examined it and looked into it, they found that, um, I was not going to be able to have a hysterectomy because the tumor was too big. Oh my gosh. So because the tumor was too big for a uh, treat for the um surgery without um with certainty that it won't spread. So oh I would gosh. have to do chemo and radiation at the same time. Uh. So when I'm told that that sent me into another place because I'm like, okay, now I have to go I have to do treatment now now I have to have radiation and chemo and mm. I have watched this tear people apart like I've watched mm. it make people deteriorate so I'm just like I don't want to do it I literally did not want to do treatment I mm. was like no I don't want to do it I'll just let the cancer take its course or whatever because I just don't want to go through that because I don't want to be sick I don't want to live the rest of my life sick I don't want to have to go through all this stuff so I really just don't want to do it. But after having conversations with my family and um, in a lot of prayer about it, I went ahead and did the treatment. Wow. Now the treatment was rough. It was definitely rough. Um, it it um, definitely took me through some things that I was not used to. So I had to quit my job mm. um, because I couldn't function for work at all. Um, and I literally just focused on my healing. And the great thing about it, and I will say this to people, make sure your environment is conducive to your healing because me yes. having the right people around me, my husband, yeah. my family, and some of my closest friends, because at first I, I wasn't going to say anything to anybody because I didn't want people to know. I didn't want people to, you know, be in my business for real. And yeah. I didn't want, you know, all the fake sympathy that some people do and stuff like yeah. that. People not really, and people not really knowing how to handle you in those mm -hmm. situations. I didn't want all of that. So I really wanted <laughs> to keep it to myself. But God was like, no, because I already have an organization called the complete woman that is geared towards women based mostly mothers and wives because i want them to really have a space they can really get back to the woman that they are so um he was awesome. like you know 
yeah, he was like, you know, you can't be, you can't be this this face for women and you don't tell them about something that affects women, you know. Wow. That only affect women. So it's like you can't keep that to yourself. You're going to have, like it really took God's <laughs> pressure me to finally release yeah. the story about my cancer. And so I took people on a journey with me. I did YouTube, um, a YouTube series called I Have Cancer, It Doesn't Have Me. And wow. so I and I gave them all, you know, the stuff that people don't really tell you about cancer. You know, like I hadn't really heard anything about cervical cancer at all. So yep. when I got diagnosed, I'm like, what the heck is that? And what do you do with that? Like, you know, you hear about the big ones, breast and colon mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. You don't hear about cervical cancer. So I was like, yep. let me mm-hmm. quit this information out for people so they can look for the signs of it and know what to do and as well tell them about my journey because a lot of people don't share what they really go through right you know, when they're dealing with cancer you know they don't tell you all of that so I decided to share all of that so um I went through the treatment and before I was even done with the treatment one of the um exams that I got done they said that I was completely cancer free so that is <laughs> wonderful yes thank you jesus yes so like april of this year i was told i was camp uh, april 2021 i was cancer free so i am now cancer free and i also have my follow-up appointment after that did scans and all of that and still cancer free so i tell people all the time only god could have done that yes i love doctors i love medicine i'm, I'm going to listen to the doctors but only God could have done that the way that he did it. So yes. From the point of even finding out about it to being, you know, diagnosed to being in treatment and then being cured, you know, only God could have done that. So I yeah. give all the glory to God. God yes. is absolutely amazing. And as well, I, I definitely want people to see that God still works miracles. Yeah. He still works miracles, you know, so there is hope that he'll come through. So that's what got me here now. And it has amped me up some more because I'm like, hey, if he spared my life, then I'm going to do something with it that is next level. So I am on to bigger and better things. I'm always, mind always going on what I can do next to help people. But oh my I gosh, <laughs> I am so crying right now. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, God yeah. is so good. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry, God Heidi, go ahead. No. I'm okay, I just need a tissue. <laughs> it's go okay. ahead. No, I just, yeah, it's, wow. talk about miracles, that is yeah. amazing. But, you know, I really, what's so courageous and amazing about you, like you said, next level, but what I was thinking about, I loved that you said and encourage people, make sure your environment is conducive to healing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you also talked about wanting to isolate. Mm-hmm. Isolation is not conducive yes. to healing. Right. The additional prayers that people offer for you, right. their comfort, their support. And like I said, you are so courageous because you did go extra. It wasn't just, okay, I'll be open to receiving these gifts that people right. can bring into my life at this time right. when I need it. But you're like, I'm going to create a video. I'm going to educate. I'm going to show people what this is. And I'm going to yeah. let them know what the journey is going to look like. And people, once they have information and knowledge, one, it gives them power to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And it's so empowering. But the second thing is it takes the fear away or reduces it significantly. And what a tremendous gift 
you are giving and to do that in the midst of your own hurricane of, yeah. <laughs> of health yeah. crisis, you know, to yeah. do that, that is absolutely remarkable. And this is why we wanted to have you here, because even in the face of adversity, even in the face of feeling sick and wondering what's going to happen next, you still took a stance of faith. Yeah. And you thought outside of yourself. And that is so commendable and so remarkable. And I hope that in a situation like that, I could follow in your footsteps. So thank you for that courageous example. Yeah, this is just amazing because like I'm thinking about it and I'm like, this was last year, Yes, last year. And God's like, I got you. Like, this is what I need you to do with this. Matter of fact, here's what we're doing. And you could have been like, no, I can't do this. I can't. And you're like, okay, Lord. Yes. What, what, what do you need? Yeah, it was definitely a ready. struggle at first. It was definitely a struggle at first. I was yeah. like, God, I don't know what you're doing, but you can't do somebody else to do this. Because yeah. I don't want to do this. Like, I can help people without having to go through yes. this. Like, I really don't. I don't want to do this. Like, I'm just yeah, I did not like, sign up for this. <laughs> sign up for this, like, at all. So, yeah, it was definitely a struggle at first, but I definitely did get give in eventually. And I'm glad I did because so many people have been suffering in silence and so that's why you know tiffany's book no more silence is so real you know like people suffer in silence and they don't say anything and they won't even let you know that anything is going on with them Mm -hmm. and all you have to do is open your mouth and there's so many things out there so many people out there that are willing to help you through and help you to be courageous and help you to be uh the survivor and all that kind of stuff like it's definitely out there you know absolutely and you know talking about the community and everything it's like you both said that is so key to the healing because when we're in isolation guess what satan gets to come in and do what he likes to do and mess us up and ruin our lives and destroy us and bring us down and cause us to go in another direction and with community good Good community. (laughs) There's a difference. (laughs) Good community that is supportive and loving and uplifting is like, it's like the sugar in the cake, you know, it's the best thing that you can have when you're going through something so traumatizing and so devastating. And I just, I love that you pointed that out because that's so important. And I think too, I think what I love the most too, is that like Heidi said too, you put that out there on YouTube, like all these people are going to see this and they may be suffering in silence and whether they have God on their side or not, whether they're a believer or not, they can look to you and go, well, you know what, this is where she went with it. She got the community. She had God. I'm going to look into that. You know what I mean? Like they can go another direction and that gives them so much hope. So I'm glad you said yes to God. I'm glad you said, yes, Lord, I'm here. I'm your servant. I'm going to be obedient. And you took it that direction. So, and that's something that I wanted to point out to people as well, because I read a lot on Job during that journey. And there was, there was one part of Job where, you know, the enemy tells God, I can get Job to basically turn on you. And I make it, it may not happen through all of this, but yeah. if I touch his health, he'll mm. turn on you. Mm. 
Mm. So when I read that in the midst of it, I had never, I don't know if they added that verse. Because <laughs> I'm like, I've read about Joe before and I don't remember any of that. I don't remember seeing that. And so when I read that and I said, oh, so the enemy is really just think he can get me to turn on God, which he yep. almost did. He yep. think he can get me to turn on God because I've been this faithful servant. I've been this person that I've been in church all my life. I've been yeah. a good girl most of my life. Like I literally follow God. I try to help people, all this kind of stuff. I don't, I don't bother people. I try to be a good person and this happened. So yeah, I was uh-huh. almost there. But when I read that, I said, oh no, Emmy, you won't do that. You won't use me. That's right. God wrong. You know, you won't use me. So I said, oh, let me get up. And let me <laughs> yes. That, yeah, no, you're not going to use me to show <laughs> people that God is not all he is. Yeah, no. Oh. And I'm going to fight for that. <laughs> I'm going to pick up my mat and I'm going to walk. Yes, Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I love that. Yes. The other thing that I think is so interesting, as you mentioned, while being sick, you had to leave your job. And Mm -hmm. that is hard too, because then you have to have the faith. Okay, I've got all these new trials and that comes with money too, right? I still have to provide for my house, my kids, and and how am I going to pay these bills? But at the same time, you being off work gave you the time to post and to share those resources. And here you are a year later being given new opportunities. So just like the Job story, right? It continues forward because of your faith, because of your diligence, because of your perseverance and and just surrendering. Mm -hmm. God is like, okay, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Mm. We're gonna carry you forward. And I just think- That is so tremendous. And the second thing is, I think you mentioned there was an organization, was it called the Complete Woman Who Helped? Yes, yes. That's um, my organization that I started. Um, I started that two years ago because I had a lot of women come into me or would have conversations about how they're basically lost with being a mom and a, a wife. Wow. They, don't, they don't see themselves anymore. They have literally given their life to being a mother and a wife. So that's what their life is full of. They're going to do everything for the kids and the husband, no time for themselves. And even if they think of taking time for themselves, they feel like it's selfish or they feel like it's not, they shouldn't do it or whatever. Mm. So I try to encourage women that at the end of the day, you were a woman before you were a mother and a wife. You came in this world as such. So before you got those titles that even entrepreneurs and and, uh, working for companies or anything else that you do, um, you were a woman first. So don't forget that part of you. You are worthy enough to tap into that part of you. And it's not selfish to think about yourself sometimes. It's not selfish to take some time off it's not selfish to say no sometimes yes you got to say no sometimes you got to say I'm not feeling it today sometimes you got to say I don't want to cook today and sometimes you got to say hey I don't know what you're going to do but today I'm taking a breather so if you (laughs) figure out how you're going to eat today or how you're going to get where (laughs) you need to get that's on you but I'm taking time for me because at the end of it all if you don't take care of you how would they survive and at the end of it all so you have to take care of yourself so you're able to take care of other people Mm -hmm. you cannot you cannot negate you to help other people because like what they say when you get on the plane they say you have to put the mask on you Mm -hmm. first before you put it on the other person you have 
to do that in life because if you don't you will lose yourself so when the husband is gone and when the children are gone yeah. what who are you who are you what would you do what would you say about yourself how will you feel about yourself so uh-huh. I definitely try to help them tap back into that so that's why I created that organization that's amazing and that was before your diagnosis yeah yeah, yeah. wow yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is so, <laughs> this is so God, like yeah. he prepared you for your journey. Yeah. And how cool is that, that you now prepare women for their journey. They may not have yeah. a cancer journey. They might, right. they might have a divorce journey. They might have a loss of a child journey. Like right. you're helping prepare all these women, but he already had that established and in place for you so yeah. that you could crush it when you went through your own journey. Oh my gosh, that is mind blowing. God is lining up, man. And I and I think about that kind of stuff too. When you know, I and I think on how the word says he knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb. So he already knew the path that you needed to be on. We just have to be obedient to it. Because if honestly, if you would have met me before, like probably 10 years ago. I would have never imagined that I would be, you know, a leader or I would be a speaker or I would be a coach or I would be helping women or anything. I would have never imagined that. But what I am, what I always say and what I truly believe is whenever I go through something, it's not for me just to go through it. It's for me to help someone else. So if I'm going to go through cancer, I'm going to make sure that I help other people that deal with any level of anything you yeah. know in life because I didn't go through this just to go through this no no way yeah not all, the, not all the mental anguish and not all the sickness and all that stuff I didn't go through that just to say oh I survived no I went right. through that so I can help someone else to get to their survival moment so that is definitely so true about God really putting you on a path and you don't yeah. even know, you know, he knows the plans for you and you don't even know, you think, you know, and then <laughs> yeah. you're like, wait, what? Because <laughs> when I started back here, I didn't think that I would, what? That, that wasn't my plan. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't in the books. We didn't talk about that, guys. So I'm really not understanding. <laughs> we did not agree on this. We yeah. did not agree. I did not consent to this. <laughs> I had my own health scare about 12 years ago and, um, it wasn't cancer, but it was equally traumatic. Um, and that put me on the path to become a coach, to help other people heal from so many different things, depression, anxiety, PTSD, and health related issue. So when did you feel the calling to be a relationship coach? Because I honestly feel anybody who's a coach in in the capacity, in any capacity, really, it it has been called. So how did that transpire? Mm -hmm. Um, So like I said earlier, because of the relationships that I have and had, um, I, again, I don't believe that anything that I go through is just for me is to help other people. And um, I would uh, run into a lot of people and you know, we see it a lot too on social media and all that kind of stuff that people are having a lot of trouble with relationships mm-hmm. so I started looking at my life and looking at the relationships that I had um years ago um actually after my divorce after my divorce I decided I didn't even date for like a year 
Um, and I wanted to focus and get me better. And I looked at my relationships and I said, okay, I want this to be better. I want me and my mother's relationship to look this way. And I want me and my siblings relationship to look this way. And I want me and my children's relationship to look this way. So I started to work on those relationships. And as they started to get stronger and more healthier, I said, okay, it seems that I kind of figured this thing out a little bit, you know, no, I don't know everything. I'm not, you know, uh, you know, I'm not an expert at everything, but I, I've done it enough to where, you know, I can definitely help other people get to being on that level with their relationships at some point. So, you know, then when I, you know, got married to my husband and again, I saw the contrast with the first marriage and this second marriage, I started to say, you know, marriage can really be this way, you know, marriage can really be something you enjoy. Marriage can really be something that fulfills you, you know? So I'm like, I really want to give that to people, you know? And I didn't see a lot of people really invest in that back then, you know, and people didn't really talk about it a whole lot. It was kind of like this thing of, if you're married, you're married. It don't really matter if you like your spouse, you don't have too long as y'all are together. It's fine. And I was like, no, I'm not going to live my life like that. Like we're going to like each other. We're going to have fun. (laughs) Right. You know, with your children, it's kind of like, as long as you raise them, as long as you take care of them, they should be fine. No, I want my children to be able to come to me. I want my children to be able to feel safe with with me. I want my children to be able to enjoy their mother, you know, and not look at me just as a dictator or something like that. I want to be able to invest something in them and have a relationship with them that they feel like no matter what, they know mom got them. Like mom is going to be there. They come to me with some of their darkest secrets and I'll help them through, you know, and even with you know, my mom, my dad, and my siblings, you know, I really wanted to work on those as well. So I can show people, you don't have to hate your sibling. You don't have to yep. have sibling rivalry, rivalry. You don't have to fight with them. You don't have to hate your mom and your dad. You know, yeah, yeah. they did some things or whatever, but you can work on it. It's mm-hmm. a choice within you that says, hey, because I don't want to live my life this way. I'm going to work on me first. That's number one. Yes. On me first. Yes. And then number two, then I can work on this relationship being better because number one, I wanted to make sure that my children saw healthy relationships across the board. So they started to get in relationships. They could look back and say, okay, mama didn't do that. So let me make sure I don't do that. Mom did this. And I want to make sure that, and mom had this kind of relationship with my stepdad or this kind of relationship with my aunts and uncle and my, my grandmother and grandfather. So that's the kind of relationship I want to have with my family as well. And even friendships, you know, Mm -hmm. I definitely worked on my friendships and stuff. And I made sure that, you know, my friends understood you know, what kind of friend I wanted them to be to me and what kind of friend they wanted me to be to them, you know, and I definitely, again, wanted to spread that to people and still want to show people that relationships can be healthy across the board. There does not have to be this whole thing of, I don't talk to this person or that person in my yeah. family are, you know, I have this strain with my children and stuff like that. And some stuff is unavoidable, of course, because right. it, takes, it takes two to do it. But at the end of the day, you can, it can work. You definitely can. You definitely can have amazing relationships. So I definitely desire to see a change in that because I, I really couldn't, I didn't like how I was seeing relationships be portrayed as it's just mm-hmm. a, a role that you're playing. 
And I'm like, no, let's not just play the role. Let's, you know, have fun with the role as well. So let's not just be it in name. Let's really, you know, live this thing and be this thing to each other, you know? So that's what got me into that. I love that. I love that. And that's literally what coaching is all about too, is like, I choose to reject this Mm -hmm. and I'm going to choose to do these things different for myself so that my kids and my family and my relationships will blossom. And I love that you're not like preaching to them. You're saying you're doing it by example. And so, like you said, they're going to be watching going, well, this is what I saw. This is what I witnessed. This is what mom did. And not mom always told me it's it's like they saw it and they saw what you did. And oh my gosh, you're changing generations by not just your own family, but the people that you coach, because they're going to be that example and they're going to learn the tools that they need to trickle down into every generation. That is amazing. That's, I mean, I don't know. I can't really speak for Heidi, but I think she probably is the (laughs) same way, but that's how I like to do it too, is like, let's show them how to do this, not just preach at them and say, this is what you need to do. That doesn't work a whole lot. Example. (laughs) Example. Example is the best educator. And, you know, the thing that I love too, about what you said, and I think, you know, if people were really paying attention, first of all, you identified what you wanted. I yes. want to have healthy relationships. Yes. I do yep. not want to live in pain. I don't yep. want to isolate. I want something healthy. And right. so then you took that desire and you did something with it. And you did the most healthy thing first is healing what's inside you and addressing yeah, and finding your worth and your value in you so that absolutely. you had the strength and tools to then branch out and work one-on-one in those relationships with communication mm-hmm. and diligence and intentionality. And because of that, everything changed. And so yeah. even that process and that example, now I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, we cry on this podcast a lot. It's, fine. it's okay. I, I may cry too. I'm a cry baby, so it's okay. Oh, good. <laughs> We're in good company. But yeah. just that example of seeing you go, you know what? No, this is not okay. Or you know what? This is what I want. And I'm going to go for what I want. And I have the power within me right. to go for it. And yeah, maybe in the end, it's not 100% what you wanted it to right. look like or expected it to look like. Right. But it sure is the heck so much better than what yeah. it was. And like Sarah said, you're not just changing yourself, you're changing your kids, you're changing future generations. Yeah. You're here, you're writing books, you're helping your clients. And it's like yeah. this massive ripple effect because you made yeah. that choice yourself. So imagine if each person yeah. had the courage oh, yeah. to do that work. A yeah. lot of us take that back seat and just like, well, it is what it is. Right. No, right. no, no, no. It does not have to be that way. Right. And what so a great true. example you are. So thank, thank you, you so much for sharing. You're welcome. That. Thank you. Yeah. So that kind of answered a question we were going to ask you too. <laughs> we already went over that. We're like, what would you tell a friend who's experiencing adversity? But we kind of just went through all that. So yeah. So um, I guess the next thing would be what is next 
for LaToya. You, you spoke a little bit on it, what your next steps are in your journey and what you want to do and give hope to others. So tell us a little bit more about what your next steps are. Okay, well, my um, next steps are to, I'm going to continue to build, you know, going to continue to build my business and stuff like that and um, trying to, you know, connect to other people to um, get to a wider audience and do some things on another level. I am currently in works on another book. Um, and so I am, hopefully that'll be out by the end of this year, hopefully. Cool. <laughs> um, so I'm working on that. Um, as well, continue to do my own podcast, the Complete Woman Podcast, which awesome. is on it's on YouTube and on podcast podcast platforms. Um, also, uh, I have this event that I do every year. I do um, called um, Toya's Girls Jam, nice. um, and I ca- I started doing that because my birthday is around Christmas, right? It's three days after Christmas. So I rarely get, you know, celebrations for my birthday. Aww. And I was like, yeah, I was <laughs> like, I'm, I'm tired of that. So you know what? I'm just going to do something and I'm going to invite other people in. And That's I right. was already doing um, like girls nights at my home. And so I said, let me try to do this on another level. So um, I started that doing that event and we come together in our pajamas. We come yes. together and um, we have basically like a women's conference in our pajamas. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So there's fun music, dancing and some good um, help for different things that go on in your life and stuff that women that re- women really need help in. Yeah. So definitely working on that, um, getting that started, um, up, well, getting that going for this year. Um, and it's a lot of other things that I'm definitely um, tapping in to definitely open to new experiences um, and just continuing to do what I do, continue to coach people and help people and do speaking engagements and all that kind of stuff and interviews and all of that uh, to help people. So definitely uh, also want to one day, I'm working on trying to figure that thing out. To um, I started doing ministers training, so um, but I stopped doing it You know when I got sick. So yeah. hopefully I can pick that back up and become a minister or whatever and yeah so i think that's pretty much right now what i can remember that i got going on it's a lot lot. that's amazing this is what dreaming big looks like yeah (laughs) and you know what you know i've heard you say it now three times throughout our conversation and i would just think it would be so much fun to see your book called on another level because you've said that so many times and you do okay you keep keep elevating and you keep you know you're not just hiding in the corner but it's like it sounds like your mantra on another level (laughs) you know and just anyway think of it I do say it a lot <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and now that you say it, I'm thinking about even like my own videos and podcast stuff. I do say it a lot. <laughs> I'm telling you, Heidi is so good at that. She's had almost every guest, like she's named their book already. <laughs> <laughs> but I need everybody else to name one for me. <laughs> yeah, she's working on one too, but we, she doesn't know the name of hers yet. Awesome. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, so as we wrap it up, I think maybe we'll ask you some more serious questions. Oh, no. Like (laughs) peanut butter or jelly? 
Peanut butter or jelly? Yeah, you can't have both. It's a, it's a tricky thing. A jelly sandwich or a peanut butter sandwich? Yeah, because they go together. You can't separate them. I know. That's why this is a hard question. It's a hard question. <laughs> well, because I love sweets, I would have to say jelly then. Okay. I love sweets. I love them as much as I do, but yeah. <laughs> See, my family, I would say peanut butter and my husband and kids would say jelly. <laughs> no, mm -mm, I don't do sweets. She doesn't. Oh, I wish. I wish I did. It's, it's, yeah, no. <laughs> now I will do carbs, but I won't do sweets. <laughs> Well, you know, we're from Texas, and so we have to ask everybody this question. If you were to choose No, you're not drink, in Texas, though. She's not in Texas, so. But we are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, okay, go ahead. We can ask something else. No, no, no. Ask. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious what a Floridian would say. Well, isn't Florida part of the South? Well, yeah. Yes. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So would you rather have iced tea or Dr. Pepper? Tea. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. She's a there real Southern woman. She is a real Southern yep. woman. Yes. Okay. Yep. What is, okay. Oh, here's one. Bungee jumping or ice skating? Ice skating because I'm scared of heights. <laughs> really? Yes. I love I, bungee jumping. I'm like, take yeah, me there no, all day. It took me, <laughs> I think, I think maybe like three years ago, I took my first flight. Yeah, no. Wow. I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely terrified of heights. But like, wow. I'll go yeah. ice skating. But I love with you. flying now. I love flying. I'll fly anywhere before <laughs> I fly now. But yeah, not jumping out of the plane. No. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm I'm bungee all day long. Don't put me on an ice rink. Nope. Can't do it. Now, I'm going to bust my behind on the ice rink. But hey, <laughs> you and Heidi can skate together. <laughs> but that fall is like three feet. The fall on the right. bungee cord. Right. Mm. Right. No. And you got to trust the cord. Like, yeah. I'm going to put my trust in the cord. You know. <laughs> but there's usually like a soft pad underneath. <laughs> ice skating, it's like your whole butt's oh. wet. I got enough padding, trust me. <laughs> right. Right. I would rather a wet time than that. No. no okay. I hear that. <laughs> So, uh, Latoya, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Ooh. Mm, and it can't one. be any one of your coaching powers that you already have. <laughs> <laughs> a real superhero superpower, like freezing people or something. I would say flying, even though I am scared of heights, <laughs> because I want to get, I want to get our uh, super speed, because I want to get everywhere fast. Like, I oh, don't like. Yeah. Yeah, I like to get there like, hey, when flights are longer than two hours, I'm like, why is the flight that long? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, so you want to be Flash. Yeah. And Flash, yeah. is that his name? Flash, but Flash can't fly. <sighs> but he's fast. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah. Superman flies and Flash runs fast. So I could be yeah. either or. Either one. Runs. Yeah, because if you're that yeah. fast, you don't have to fly. Right, right. <laughs> Running across the Atlantic. Yeah, it's great. It's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for indulging us with these fun little questions.
questions at the end. We are so, so grateful that you came on here to join us. I wish we had another hour because I could talk to you for so long. (laughs) You may have to come back and join us for another episode. We would love that. We would love it. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I love it. I love what you guys are doing. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And just real quick again, where can everybody find you? How can they look up your book and your website and all the things that you're doing? Where where are the bullet points they can find you at? Um, they can contact me. I'm on um, Instagram at Latoya Shante Kai and it's S-H-A-N-T-A-E. Um, and you can inbox me there. You, my link to my website is there. I link to everything that I do. You can also see me on YouTube. Um, my YouTube channel, Latoya Shante Kite, or you can look up the Complete Woman Podcast. That is my um, YouTube. And as well, I am on Facebook under Latoya Shante Kite as well. Uh, and my email, you can email me, thecompletewoman19 at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, like if you want to be a guest, I have a, um, on my podcast, I have a segment I do called Talks with Toya. So that's when I have, you know, guests on and I speak with them or whatever. So if you want to be a guest on my show, it's not just for women. So men can do it as well. Awesome. um, Yeah. So if you want to be a guest and it is not just for mothers and wives, like I've had people that have never had children, never been married and they're part of my group and they love it because it helps them to get prepared for all those things. So, hey, to be in preparation, that's a good group to be a part. I have a Facebook group called The Complete Woman as well. Now, that group is only for women, but um, my podcast and all that kind of stuff is for men. And you can get my book by um, contacting me for that as well. It's called No More Suddenly, Finding Wholeness in Relationships. Now, if you want to put the name in on Amazon and find it, it's kind of tough sometimes, but you can Mm. kind of do that. It is on Amazon. Um, and I also have a book that I contributed to called um, Change Your Posture, Empower Women, Empower Women. Nice. For that book as well. Awesome. Yay. So listeners, you can find her pretty much all over the place. And remember, yeah. don't mispronounce her last name like I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's K-I-G-H-T. Yes. Not K-I-T. K-I-G-H-T. Yes. <laughs> So please go look her up. And I just want to encourage all our listeners to do what Latoya did. Like she faced adversity and she had a choice. She could let it swallow her and just be devastated and take her life down a different path. But she chose to live courageously. She chose to trust God. She chose to let her story and and her life be a light to others she shared it with people she let people in so i just want to encourage the listeners do the same thing if you're going through an adversity big or small it doesn't matter if it's if it happened to you it's big and just do what she did let people in share your story with others let them help you let them lift you up let them support you lean into god and reach out to someone reach out to a coach all three of us are coaches reach out to somebody and we just want you to have a wonderful week and we will talk to everybody next week thank you for listening thank you for listening today Like and follow Sarah and Heidi on their Facebook page, Tolbert and McLean Coaching, and share with them your stories, thoughts about today's episode, and let them know what topics you'd like for them to discuss. 
If you have any questions for Sarah and Heidi, or would like to schedule a coaching session, you can email them at tolbertandmclaincoaching at gmail.com. See you next week.